It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This show is brought to you by DraftKings. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard with you. Good to be back from the post Super Bowl vacation. We'll begin this hour looking at this week's PGA tour event as it's in Mexico. The Mexico Open takes place and our buddy Indy Jeff Seeley joins the program now, the Cutmaker podcast, and he's on X at Cutmaker Jeff. It's good to talk to you as always, buddy. Now, this is pretty cool because on your podcast this week, you know a guy who's on tour. His name is Eric Barnes. He's playing in this tournament this week. What kind of tidbits did Eric give you on the pod? Yeah, thanks, guys. It was it was great. Yeah, and talking to him a little bit last night and and really confirmed kind of a lot what I what what I had thought and what kind of the common narratives are this week. But it's interesting to hear it, especially from a guy who, frankly, had never played this course before. So one of the things that he mentioned was that the ball on his drive just were not rolling out. He's like, usually on tour, we hit a drive. It's bounding down the fairway another 20, 30, 40 yards. He's like, the ball was just not rolling out which is something that is, is common with, with this, these types of fairways, the grass, these types of fairways, the ball just doesn't roll out as much. And, and, and he was mentioning on some, you know, long par fours, he's got, you know, a driving iron into, into the green on a par four, which is unheard of on PGA tour, hitting five iron, six irons into the green on par fours, like not common at all. So this course is going to play incredibly long and while, you know, the fairways are huge, the greens are big, not overly difficult, pretty flat, it's just going to play long. And so, you know, you've got to be able to, A, carry your drive, but B, hit long irons in these greens, right? Because you, you're two putting for par, or you're, if, you're, if you don't make reach the green, you're chipping up, then hoping to two putt or maybe one putt. And so, um, you know, and, and even he mentioned, he didn't think that 
the scores were going to be incredibly low. He didn't think it would reach 20 under or so because mm. because it's so long. Um, while it's not, again, it's not super hard, um, the, the length will be a defense. And certainly if there's wind, the wind is a massive defense in any of these coastal courses. So, um, I, again, the number one thing I'm looking for is who hits their long irons well. That's where I started this week. Can, are you are you still looking at guys in the in the fifteen twenty thirty to one range in light of what's happened since January? I mean, another bomb comes in with Matsuyama, and it's just been huge prices in every tournament. Yeah, I think the thing with Hideki, though, right, Paul, is that he's a major champion. Mm-hmm. Hideki's a Hall of Fame golfer, so I mean, to, yes, the price was high on Hideki, and you know his form can come and go. But when you got a Hall of Fame golfer. That's a different kind of conversation versus a no-name, kind of relative no-name coming in and winning. Um, and look, don't get me wrong. Given given what it takes to win here, there are some of these these guys, and we'll talk about a few bombs. There are some guys who can absolutely send it, who could could have, could very much compete this week. Um, you know, we'll talk about one guy at the top. The guy who's the favorite is consistently does that. But yeah, there are some guys. It wouldn't shock me if a bomb came in at all. But but I do but I look at consistency right and there's some guys we'll talk about that are a lot more consistent that I can trust and I'll sprinkle a few bombs in along the way. Okay, well because this event it does not exactly showcase the best in the world, um, and the guy who is power rated as the highest uh, with the highest power rating and the best golfer in this tournament happens to be Tony Finau. We know his history here. We've talked to you a lot about this guy and how frustrating it is to have him to win a ticket outright. How do you want to approach it this week? I can't bet Tony Finau when he's at this current number. Oh, gosh, no. I mean, it's, it, and I think the play is you bet him top 10 plus money. That's, that's the way I look at Finau, right? Um, you know, plus 110, plus 115. I think that's, that's, a, that's fine. That's a good bet. Um, again, to your point, though, I just can't, with the putting, I just can't do it. I mean, the issue, again, we talked about the putting. He's losing over three strokes putting per round all the way back to last August. You know, the, the fascinating thing is he randomly gained five strokes putting on here when he won last year and then lost over two and a half strokes putting in his next five events. So in 2022, he gained eight strokes on just approach, 15 strokes tee to green in 2022 and lost two strokes putting, which ultimately cost him the tournament. So again, I, I think Tony should, should be a lock to finish top 10 here. Um, and get him plus money. I love that. Um, another guy who's under 25 to one, who I think, again, in, in this field stands out as a talent is Keith Mitchell. Um, he's 17th in driver, driver carry third in approach with his long irons. Again, we talked about those two things being a really important issue for Mitchell is on greens like this. He struggles. He's 95th in the field and in these type of greens. So, um, we'll watch the putting with Mitchell, but if he gets there, tee to green, I could see him being part of the conversation. So uh, I think you, I think he's a great, he's a great top twenty bet at plus money for sure, given the talent in the field. Okay, how about some guys in the in the twenty five to the thirty five to one range? Yeah, guys, since we're in Mexico this week, I'm calling these guys the three amigos, and they're all in this kind of same range. But my pick to win is Taylor Pendrith, twenty five to one. Um, no matter how many ways I slice this, when I look at the relevant data, Pendrith is always near the top ninth in the field and driver carry ninth on approach and 15th in putting on these type of greens from call it 10 to 20 feet. So he comes in with the T nine at the farmers in his last event, finished 30th here last year. So he knows he know how to play here. 
Um, very, very interested in Taylor Pendrith, a guy who's at a similar price who we saw make a nice run a few weeks ago with Torrey Pines and Steven Yeager. Um, he struggled at Pebble, but really played well at Torrey Pines. 13th in carry distance, fourth in putting from 10 to 20 feet on, on the screen type. He's going to have to dial up his long irons a little bit, but he's played well here in the past with two top 20 finishes. So I think another top 20 finish at plus money on Jaeger, I'm very interested in. And then Eric Van Royen, we've talked about a few times already this year, mm-hmm. 35 to 1. Aside from Phoenix, his form is really good. 20th, 25th, 52nd, and 22nd, going all the way back to Century. Finished 33rd here last year. He's got experience. He doesn't crush it off the tee. He's about field average, but he's got great long iron play, six in the field, and putting 15th from, call it, 10 to 20 feet on this green type. I like EVR here a lot. He's got good form, good long iron play, and can putt 35 to 1, fair price in this field. I'm very, very interested in all three of those guys. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Indy Jeff Seeley, the Cutmaker Podcast. And also, he's on X at Cutmaker Jeff. Okay, you mentioned that you like some bombs this week. Tell us who you like, but also, like, what other markets are you going to bet them in other than sprinkling some money on them to win it outright? Sure. So I, I, I'm going to start with Eric Barnes. Again, we talked about him. He's on the pod. And, um, and I and yes, he's, he's, a, he's a friend of mine. But part of the reason that I, I – the main reason I bet Barnes in is I bet him the top 40 market. I found him plus 180 to finish top 40. He was 52nd in Amex, top 40 at the Farmers, which were tougher fields than this. So you can find him if you look around, especially in a, in a no-dead heat market, uh, plus 180, Barnes top 40, sprinkled a little 130 to 1 to win. But I, I do like him a lot, top 40, a uh, plus 180. And then uh, Joseph Bramlett, 90 to 1, third in carry distance, 35th with long irons, was 25th at the Farmers, finished 10th here last year. Um, again, you talk about a, a, a bomb who can win. Joseph Bramlett definitely could can finish top 10. We saw this. Would not surprise me if he's into contention here on Sunday. And Parker Cootie is just another young kid. Comes in 11th in driver carry, 20th on long iron approach. Phenomenal tee to green the Farmers, where he gained almost seven shots tee to green at Torrey Pines. Long course. He's going to need to putt better, but he's an attractive bomb at plus 300 or so, top 20 and 90 to one outright. So those are some bombs I'm, I'm interested in this week. I would, again, look at them all in the top 20 market to start and maybe a few bucks on the outright. All right, very cool. And again, great job this week. Eric Barnes is in the field. You made yeah. the case there for top 40 at plus 180, and he's on the podcast this week. Again, it's called the Cupmaker Pod. That's awesome, Jeff. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, it was, it was great to talk with him and, and just check it out. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes everywhere you listen to those, and uh, we'll talk to you fellas again next week. All right, pal. Have a good weekend uh, with the tournament. Now, Hideki Matsuyama, Pauly, was 150-1 to going into the final round on Sunday. Shoots a 62. Boy, did Cantley blow that. Of course he He did. He was terrible. But that was, I mean, because you're looking at it, and there's a five-way tie on the back nine. And then Matsuyama takes off and, and shooting the 69, and, and that far back comes back to win it comfortably win it. By yeah, he the did. Way. Yeah. yeah. When he was in the clubhouse at 17 under, it's like, okay, is Willie Z going to do anything here? Oh, he's not. This tournament's over with. So that kind of turned in a hurry. Yeah. But when, when one, one, one guy puts together, that's the, how do you find that needle in the haystack? Right. It keeps happening. I know. Right. I mean, Jeff's right. He's a big name, but he still was 80 to one pre tournament. Sure. And then 150 to one, as you mentioned, going into Sunday. 
but it, every single week we've had a huge ticket cash. Yep. When's it going to correct itself? When do you get uh, chalky? But it, you're right. It's hard to find that guy. These mm-hmm. have been a lot of these guys have been no names. Five hundred, three hundred, two hundred to one. Yep. Yeah. Don't don't be afraid to throw a couple of shekels down on top twenties, top top forties at all. I mean yeah. that's yeah. That's Jeff's point. I mean, yeah, he's he's buddies now with Eric Barnes, and he's one hundred thirty to one. Okay, that would be great to come in. Obviously, like so many of these tournaments are cashing so far, but the if you like him this week, the top forty is it's pretty good at that number. Pendrith is a guy who I've read this week that many people like, and he's around 25, 27 to one. That's Jeff's pick to win the tournament, and I'm seeing around plus one sixty, I believe, to be yep. top twenty for him this week. How concerned are you with Scheffler? That was ooh, part of brutal. I've never seen him be that. Well, he's he's Tiger Woods if he ever gets uh-huh. that corrected. Uh-huh. But how long have we been saying that now? Three years? Yeah. At least two? And it's just it's the same thing every time, every day during a tournament. Is that this guy's going to run away from the field if he could putt. And he can't. We will look at the best and worst teams in the NBA and college basketball ATS. And with totals coming up next, they're having such a remarkable season that it almost feels make-believe. We'll tell you the team next here on VEASAN. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Looking for a betting edge on college basketball? We have you covered here at VEASAN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get the daily best bet email. Every pick, every show, every guest. 
upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, the exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. VEASAN.com slash pro to subscribe. VEASAN.com slash pro. You can always get in touch with the show on X at VEASAN Live at Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard. We just talked golf in the previous segment with uh, Jeff Seeley. This is from uh, Dr. Actor KJ on X. He says the PGA lost the consistently good players to live. That's why you're getting long shots winning every week. Okay. Whoever gets hot on the weekend wins where the best players who had three or four good days in a row would win typically. Could be onto something there. Uh And when you compare the very top of Liv to the PGA Tour, you could argue that Liv has better players overall at the top. Yep. Why many people don't like what uh, Liv did to the PGA Tour. Right. That's something to keep an eye on, too, with Rom, who doesn't seem like he just took the money and isn't happy. And oh, yeah. The music got to him. I know you were at the event. Oh, it's loud. In Las Vegas. Yeah. You can hear it on the broadcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, what was going on with the caddy, with the cell phone stuff. and Yeah. It, it, it appears that this is uh, it could be rough for, for Rom, at least on the course. Yeah. Here we go. We'll look at your, uh, well, we do this on a weekly basis here on the show. This is with NBA and college basketball, best teams ATS, and with totals, the Orlando Magic Pauly are number one ATS. They're 36 and 19 at covering. Oklahoma City, 33, 20 and one. Wow. Sixers are still 31 and 23. They're third overall. Hard to believe that a team is this good and we'll get to a team is this, this bad, though. When you're talking about this is completely under the radar, though, what Orlando's doing. No kidding. The Pelicans and the Cavaliers round out the top five for best NBA teams ATS. Your worst teams in the NBA ATS. Hawks are 17 and 38. <laughs> Impossible. There's, Impossible. There's your big boy. With a team with these expectations to be a playoff team and you're that bad ATS? Oh, oh it's miserable. The Bucks, I understand. Because you, you, they have so much talent. The defense has been awful, but they're laying big prices sure. usually. They're usually a big favorite. For Atlanta to be, uh, wow. Yeah, they're and not. That should be a great home court advantage, too. You can get a lot of trouble in Atlanta, you know, coming in there the uh, night before a game. I mean, that that's that's astonishing. Sure. Yeah, three of the top five teams here are all, like, power-rated basically to the moon. The Bucks are 21-34-1 ATS. Awful. Hornets are 21 and 33, and then rounding out the top five, the Nuggets 22, 31 and two, and the Suns are 23, 30 and two. And again, the Suns have the single hardest schedule in the NBA yep. moving forward. Your best teams to the over in the NBA. Philly's number one. They're 32 and 22 to the over on the year. Thunder, 31, 22 and one. The Jazz, good story, 32, 23 and one. Now on the outside looking in for the play in. Pistons are 30, 23, and 1, and the Warriors are 30 and 23. Where'd the Pacers go? Where'd the Bucks go? I know. Right? Things turn around during the yep. season well, when they start making these numbers yep. high enough now. You're talking 245s, 250s, and that, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Your best teams in the NBA to the under. Denver, 35 and 20 to the under. Mm. The Heat are 34 and 21. The Knicks are 32 and 23. Clip joint, 30, 22 and 1, and the Grizzlies are 31, 24 and 1. ATS. Do you think and we'll do uh, some awards coming up with Brian Mahoney in about 12 minutes. Where are you at with Brunson today? But also more importantly I say Donovan Mitchell with the Cavaliers. Yeah, that's come down. I know, yeah, looking at 101 now. Uh, it was 500 when you gave it out on air. I just they're not going to get the one seed. I mean, that goes back to, can Bickerstaff get coach of the year? 
But if they get the two seed, I mean, he's in the discussion. Has to be. Uh, I think the guy to look at, though, when you're talking about those prices is Kawhi Leonard. Clippers get the one seed. He's putting up ridiculous numbers. And if they get the one, and then you look at the record since the Harden trade when they figured it out, if he keeps putting up these ridiculous numbers, historic numbers, what he's doing, and they get the one seed, that's the guy I would look at. The thing with Brunson is they got so many injuries and they, they started losing games. Yep. The straw poll that came out last week, Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. 100 people, insiders in the NBA told Tim Bontemps uh, their MVP votes. Kawhi Leonard finished fifth in the straw poll. He was unranked in the previous straw poll. He's got to move up. I mean, especially a lot of guys might be sitting on it to wait to see what happens. But, I mean, if they have the best record in the West, and he's going to be the big reason why with the numbers he's put up, he's, yeah. he's got to get it. I think he will be live at that point. Yeah. Your best teams in college basketball, and I went back and looked several years at teamrankings.com. Look at this. For a team to play 25 games, and they're hitting at 88%, they're 22-3, and three, the Minnesota Gophers, it's the best I could find going back sure. for, for this big of a sample size at yep. this point of the year. Yep. And what a story, Minnesota and South Florida. South Florida in first place, and I can't wait to bet against Florida Atlantic in the first round of the tournament. Uh, but uh, South Florida pummeled Florida Atlantic, and they continue to win and be in first place. Well, I need to have my head examined for not fading Florida Atlantic more during the regular season. Yes. Their power rating is completely inflated based on last year's results. They might be in like the 9 or 10 seed range. Sure. Because there'll be more losses coming. Richmond's 18-6-1. Very strong year. Troy, 17-6 and six, uh, with one push ATS. And Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, 16-6 and six against the spread. Your worst teams in college basketball, ATS. Pacific, hello, 6-20. Old Dominion, 6-19-1. IUPUI, 6-19. Stephen F. Austin, 6-17. And, and what has happened to Michigan? They are 7-19 and 19 ATS. Your best teams going over in college hoops. Wright State, 19-6, and six, going over by 8.4 points per game. Denver's 18-6, and six, going over by 10.9 points per game. Air Force, 18-6 and six over. Queens, 19-7 and seven to the over. Yeah. Get, them a, get them a mention, yeah. And Alabama, 18-7 and seven to the over. Alabama plays Florida tonight. The first total that I saw in that game is 174. Wow. Yeah. But they are just, their offense is sick. It was Alabama their last game with the shot chart? Wasn't it? Oh, yes, it was. I think it was either a dunk or a three. Yep, a thing of beauty. Yeah. And the worst teams covering numbers in college basketball Western Illinois, 5 18. Eastern Illinois, 5 16 2. Vermont, 7 18. Duquesne, 7 17 1. And Dartmouth is 6 14. And quickly, we can go through totals as well here in college basketball. The best teams. No, that was the over. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was the that was the under. I'm sorry. I get confused myself. Those were unders. Western Illinois 18 and five to the under. Eastern Illinois 16 five and two to the under. Vermont's 18 and seven to the under. Very good. Little yeah. hockey. Dallas Stars leading the way 35 22 and one to the over. Colorado 34 23 and one. The Jets are 32 17 and one to the under. And the Penguins are 32 20 and one to the under. Goal in the first ten. Overall, Dallas 11 and 2 run, Buffalo 8 and 2. Road games, Dallas 8 and 8 of 9, LA Kings 9 of 11, Carolina 15 of 18. Goal in the first 10 on the road. Home, Arizona 7 of 8, Boston 13 of 16, Detroit 6 of 7. Second period overs, 
Dallas Stars, 13 in a row. And your big boy, third period overs, 25-3 and overrun for the Minnesota Wild. They just played a 10-7 game against Vancouver. On How crazy was that on Monday? Thanks to Jonathan Davis, Chris Otto, and Ian Duncan. Did you see that uh, stat? Updated numbers, anything you want imaginable with trends in hockey. We're only three times, like in the last 15 years, I think, in hockey, that a team has allowed seven goals in the third period. All three, Vancouver. Is that right? Yeah. Come on. It goes back like 15, 20 years, uh, something like that. They got beat again. That was just, So now they still have a 10-point lead over Vegas for that division. But that was uh, – I want to see how they respond here now after what happened. I mean, they led 5-3. And then like of actual time, like three minutes later, they were losing by two goals. Yeah. Couldn't believe it mm-hmm. what happened. So I want to see how they respond and see if they can hold off Vegas here and win this division. Yeah. College basketball games that we have coming up tonight. Yep. Miami has been one of the most disappointing teams in college basketball. Final four run last year. A lot of good players back. Uh, they had that just ugly performance against Virginia in recent weeks. They are five and a half point dogs tonight at home to Duke. Duke now projected 2-3 seed in the tournament. Miami, they blew Duke out last year at home. You are... Buying very low. I mean, probably the lowest point right now for Miami would be to buy them, but five and a half at home, that's kind of attractive to me tonight. All right. And uh, every night, this seems there's a big game in the Mountain West. Yeah. Because they could get six bits. I don't think that's going to happen. But New Mexico is laying six at home against Colorado State. Colorado State safely in. But New Mexico, remember, they were so good at home. They lost at home to Boise. Then they got beat at home against UNLV then went on the road and beat Nevada. So this, I think this might be too much tonight. Uh, laying too much. And you look at the last four buys, Lenardi has New Mexico and Nevada in. He has Colorado State safely in in the 6-7 seed range. Wow, okay. So, I mean, New Mexico's got to get this one here. That's yeah, a big one for him tonight. because yep, you, you got to close. Now, they have an easy schedule the rest of the way. Well, actually, no, they have to go to Boise and Utah State. If they stub their toe here, they're in trouble. Brian Mahoney covers the NBA on the show coming up next. We'll get into the latest MVP straw poll again. Joker was in the lead, but we'll ask Brian, is he going to be out SGA if the Thunder get the one seed? Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free VEASAN daily newsletter. Bill 82. Tweets out today an email. What happened to UConn? Expert analysis, latest odds, straight to your inbox, absolutely free. VEASAN.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Brian Mahoney joins the program now. He has done a great job covering the NBA for the Associated Press for many, many years. Uh, And Brian, you have had a vote for the awards for a long, long time. But you told us uh, earlier today during the break, actually, that uh, you gave up your vote this uh, past off season, why did you make that decision? Yeah, man, I'm just not comfortable with the 65 game minimum. I want to take a year to sort of evaluate that. You know, I thought going into it, uh, there could be a very credible reason why a guy can miss uh, a handful of games. Uh, we've seen it with Halliburton this year, and you know, I do think you know games played is important, but to me, it's not crucial. I want to be able to, you know, if I like a guy enough and I think he mattered to winning and he didn't play enough games, uh, there's a chance I'd want to vote for him anyway. So. Uh, I'm just not comfortable with it this year. I said I want to step back and see how it all works out. Fair enough. The latest straw poll that was done by Tim Bontemps at ESPN 
showed that 100 different NBA insiders uh, voted uh, for Nikola Jokic, actually first place overall for the MVP, 69 first place votes, 100 total votes in general, 889 points. He was ahead of Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Giannis, who came in third. I would ask you this, and I'll bring up Kawhi here as well, who was fifth. And in the previous draw poll, Brian, he was unranked. If the Clippers or the Thunder get the one seed, don't you think that Kawhi or SGA will have an incredible case to edge out Nikola Jokic for the MVP? I think so. It certainly puts the Thunder uh, because mm-hmm. you look at what SGA has done with scoring, leading the league in steals, and a team that you know we didn't expect to be able to shoot for a one seed this year. So, yeah, uh, part of me thinks I, he certainly would be a guy that if they get that one seed, why – you know, certainly possible, but I think they have such a little balance with George also and Harden. Uh, it makes it hard for him to stand out maybe a little more than SGA does on his team, but uh, certainly they both have a case. I'll give you another guy. What if the Ca- – it's going to be tough. The Cavaliers, I don't think, can track down the Celtics for the one seed, but they can land with the two seed. Yes. And this has been where it hasn't been completely ba- balanced. I think Mitchell has done a great job carrying the Cavaliers. If they finish with the two seed – and win, I don't know, 55 games? Can Mitchell, you think, steal this award? He, you know, Cleveland people have been frustrated why he doesn't get enough attention. Uh, he's a guy worth talking about. You know, can he actually win or, or you know, who knows? Uh, but he certainly, I think, deserves a little more of a discussion than where he ends up. He does get overlooked for how well that team has played and, and how terrific he's been. Do you think that's the same thing, then, when we're talking about coach of the year? It's wh- whoever's going to get the one seed in the West? Who do you? Because Dagnall has been the favorite for much of the year, but you know, if Finch is right behind him, how how would you see Coach of the Year when it's all said and done? I, I think it's those one, two, Paul, in the order you just named them. Uh, I think Oklahoma City, you know, at right now would be, be the guy. Mark would be the guy I'd pick. Uh, you know, if Minnesota wins the West, Finch is a guy who's going to get votes as well. But but I think I think those two probably it's going to come down to. And right now, I'd lean a little bit more Oklahoma. City just because I've been so surprised by how far up the standings they are, maybe a little ahead of schedule. Okay. How things have changed with the teams you cover, right? Where it was that the Nets could be a force and they get Durant and they get Kyrie and actually the Knicks, it worked out for them that they didn't go, didn't work, they didn't get Durant and how that worked out with Kyrie. The future is so bright for the Knicks and they are so well run with loaded all these first round picks. And now you look at the Nets where, number one, the Pierce-Garnett thing was a debacle. And now you just, what, what transpired with Harden, Kyrie, and Durant, and they don't have any picks moving forward. And now you get rid of Jock Vaughn. I can't believe the, the, how things have flipped there with those two teams that you cover. No, it's true. And it happened quick. And, you know, it, it read. It's not that long ago we looked at the, the situation after Durant and Kyrie went to the Nets and everybody was kind of laughing at the Knicks. That's right. Everything the Knicks, everything the Knicks have done then is right, pretty yeah. much. You know, they went, they went and got Randall, who's been a guy you'd love to have, the way he plays. Uh, you know, the, mood, the trades they've made have worked out. Getting Brunson has been so much better than I think any of us thought he was going to be. Uh, and the Nets have done everything wrong since then. You know, it's, uh, I mean, and I guess they did uh, okay in the Phoenix trade, getting Bridges back, but uh, in the Durant trade, but everything else is kind of falling apart. They fire a coach one year after extending them. I just don't necessarily get the entire reasoning behind that. Mm-hmm. So they got a lot of work to do, and, and it's going to take a few years for sure. Yeah. Do you have an update on Randall? And, and also, how, how do you think if, what this team can do then once Randall's back, OG's back, and if they could maybe get a two or a three seed and make some noise in the playoffs? 
I think it's possible for sure. I think, you know, you always hope that if you're going to have injuries, they happen before the playoffs, and maybe that works out for the Knicks now. Uh, you know, Randall, they say, is coming along. OG last night, uh, he said he's feeling better. Um, you know, so, look, if those guys can get back in, in March and you can have, you know, a nice month almost to, to get them all ready, uh, they have a shot for sure. I mean, they were playing as well as anyone yes. before those guys got hurt. No doubt about that. Yeah, and I think if we were having this conversation, Brian, I don't know, a month and a half ago, maybe not even that far back, you look at it and say, well, the Bucks. I mean, I still have faith in them turning it around. And also the 76ers before the NBA injury, going to be tough again this year for the Knicks. How the things have changed, though, at the very top of the Eastern Conference, uh, and it tells you that it's a long season and anything can happen. Yeah, and for sure. And, you know, you, you look at it and say, okay, Boston, I think everyone says, all right, look, they are the best. We get that. But, you know, one injury can change things, even for a team that good. And, and you know, you look at the way Cleveland has gone on a nice extended run. The Knicks, we talk about how good they played in January. You know, they did a great job at the deadline, I think, getting uh, Bojanovic and, and Burks in there. So uh, in a seven-game series, I can't rule out any of those teams. Uh, you know, they, when you play as well as they have for that long, you're certainly a good enough team. Yeah, well said. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Brian Mahoney, he covers the NBA for the Associated Press. I said earlier today in the show, I think my most important question that I need, I need answered in the second half of the season, and nobody can predict this, it just got it. We got to see how it plays out. And that question is, are we going to get All-Star Weekend Damian Lillard in the second half for the Milwaukee Bucks? Where are you at overall with it, with this team? It has been a roller coaster of a season through the first 50-plus games of the year. That's a, it's a great question, Mitch. I'm honestly not sure. Uh, you know, it's sort of almost the reverse, I think, what I just said about Cleveland and, and New York. When yep. you play as poorly as Milwaukee, as inconsistently as they have for so long, you kind of think maybe that's what they are. Uh, you know, they don't defend the way they used to. They made a coaching change at a time that even a great coach can have trouble adjusting a team at this time of year. Um, you know, I'm not going to rule it out, but uh, they're clearly not as good as we thought going into the season they were going to be, and they're clearly not as good as Boston. So, you know, I don't know where that leaves them, but I don't I don't give them a, a title shot like maybe I would have in, you know, June or July when they, when they made that trade. We love this sport. The talent's ridiculous. Uh, I, I love watching this night in, night out. You've covered the sport and love it for a long time. I think some of it's a little ridiculous going back, but um, what would you think of what transpired with the All-Star game? And I think the disappointing thing was there was supposed to be a lot of talk of effort and it was going to be competitive, and then it was anything but. What, what, how would you fix it? What do you think of the criticism? Yeah, you know, Paul, I, you know I, there's so many ideas that everyone has. I don't know what, what you can really do. Uh, you know, uh, it was too bad because, you know, even some of the games that I covered that were good ones, they were only really good in the fourth quarter. You know, guys mm-hmm. want to mess around in the first three quarters and, you know, shoot some deep ones. I get that. Um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe extend the rosters. We've talked about maybe going to 15 instead of 12. Maybe you find three more guys who would play hard, who aren't, you know, LeBron and Durant, who aren't going to go all out in the fourth quarter anymore. And maybe uh, if you had three younger guys from teams who maybe this is their only shot, maybe they would play hard. You get the right five guys out there in the fourth quarter and you get a game. But, uh, you know, the, the, by the fourth quarter, it was time to change the channel. That yep. just wasn't any yeah. fun. And, uh, and hopefully they can find some solutions because that, you know, look, it, it's, it's fun to watch early on some of the stuff the guys do, but you do want to at some point see basketball and just never materialize this year. I know with contracts as big as they are, a lot of people are, they're going to be insulted by the idea of, hey, if you pay players to be in the slam dunk contest, then we're going to get bigger names involved uh, because, you know, $60 million contracts, why do you got to pay guys more money? But do you think that would get bigger names involved in this, in that event over the weekend? 
you know, not really, because unfortunately the guys we want to see in there, that money doesn't matter to them. You know, the money that if you extend the prize money, that helps the guys who aren't superstars. They don't need the money, but it's not going to still get LeBron or John Morant or those guys in, I don't think. So, you know, I, I joked, and you know, if you want to make it, you know, get it, everyone in to do all in, immediate free agency to all the winners, you know, and just say, look, if you, if your team wins the all-star game, your contract expires, you're a free agent and get a max contract. You know, it's, if they, if these guys want money, that's the only thing that's going to do it a long-term contract. But again, it's silly. You can't really do that, but $1 million yeah. or is not going to make a difference. Yeah. Great to talk to you, my friend. Enjoy the second half. Thanks guys. Take care. Thanks, there you Brian. Go. Love good. Brian Mahoney, longtime writer covers the NBA for the Associated Press. Well, the, the, the embarrassment factor. You don't want to. What if you lose to a guy in a G League? How about you the know? pride factor? Yeah, I mean, guys don't guys don't want to do it, and that's that's been that way for a long, long time. I mean, the biggest names, Dominique Jordan, they used to do it, and now, it, yeah, that's uh, the run by well, Vince Carter. Sure, but the other thing is, it's like this is a valid point. What haven't we seen yet? The, from creativity, uh, what am I going to do? Every dunk has been done. You can't keep doing it every year where it's like, what am I going to come up with now? Everyone has seen every possible dunk. Up next, a visit inside Mitch and Pauly's Pizzeria. Some long shot bets to consider. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. 
Hungry for a winner? Sometimes all you need is a slice. You make this pizza? We swap pepperoni for parlays and give you alternate lines instead of anchovies. Eh, I'm telling you, this pizza idea is really going to happen. From our kitchen to your wallet, sweat with us and throw some pizza money on it. Double meatball, pepperoni, sausage, peppers, onion, extra mozzarella. Welcome to Mitch and Polly's Pizzeria. You know it, and save room for the cannoli or the cheesecake. Had dinner here at Barry's? Oreo cookie cheesecake for yeah. dessert. Oh, boy. Noted. Okay. Something. That was awesome. I only added one. And great to be back. But and we'll do this coming up. This is at DraftKings. William Hill has it. LeBron James to get his 40th, 40,000th point. I took 10 to 1. March 8th against Milwaukee at home. If he hits his average which is 25 a game. He'll do it March 2nd against Denver. They also have a stretch where they play seven in a row at home. But I, there's some back-to-backs in there. You might, you might sit out a game, too, with health, load management. I think that Friday night with the Bucks, everyone will be watching. Perfect storm. I took a little 10-1 to 1 that he'll get his 40,000 uh, 40, point in that game. March 8th, 10 to 1 at DraftKings and available at other places too. My guess is that's a national TV game on Friday night. Oh, you gotta be, yeah. It has to be, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, during vacation, I was making some uh, baseball bets. Certain nights, couldn't sleep. I was up staring at fan graphs. And I'm a sucker. I did it again. I did this two years ago. It feels like I have a Milwaukee Brewer to win the Cy Young every single year. Yeah. Made the case for Brandon Woodruff last year. Got hurt right away. The reason why I did this is because of the number. It's no longer available. But I bet Freddie Peralta at 100 to one to win the National League Cy Young. His numbers in the second half of the season last year were awesome. Some of his K numbers were the best in all of Major League Baseball. He is now the ace of that team. Woodruff injured Barnes, uh, Corbin Burns now on the Orioles, mm-hmm. so he's going to be the number one. They are not the favorites. They're not close to the favorites winning that division. But again, I did it on the number. He's like he was 30 to one at most spots, maybe a 40 to one. Oh, okay. Found a hundred, so I'm like, okay, I'll I'll dabble on this guy one more time to win the Cy Young in the National League. Other numbers and players that jumped off the page when I just the Fangraphs projections as we get into more of the bets here on Jung Hoo Lee comes over from uh, the Korean mm-hmm. Baseball League. Several steamer, I believe it was um, the bat overall in Fangraphs. Not only for like batting average, but overall hits and doubles. Now, I will fully admit that on vacation, I think I missed some of the best numbers because it's my understanding that Jung Hoo Lee was around 75 to 1 to have most hits and had a huge number for the most doubles. So I was I found 33 to 1 and then a 50 to 1 on Jung Ho Lee to have the most hits in Major League Baseball. He, he If he can adjust to Major League pitching, the dude tore up the Korean Baseball League in terms of batting average and like every projection was like 39, 40 doubles you know super high batting average took a shot here on on that guy for most hits and one more here uh, Jaron Duran for the Red Sox bet him in a couple of markets one was again I don't think I got the best number on this but Fangraphs projects him and I also bet Jake McCarthy for most triples at 35 to 1 like you, you, what do you need to lead the league in triples? Can you do that if you hit 10, 11 yeah, triples? Yeah, yeah. I think so, right? Mm-hmm. And they're both guys are projected by several different 
systems to have like in that six to eight range, which would put them maybe in the mix. So I took I took some Duran most triples at thirty five to one, and also Jake McCarthy at thirty five to one for All most right. triples. I took some Orioles twenty to one too to win the World Series. They're good. That they, yep. I'm not buying the Yankees, and I love the new ownership. And they go right out and they get Burns. So they were the one seed last year, and they had Burns. What was the big question mark? Starting pitch. Yeah, that's right. That's all right, right. It's all about you now, guys. Tip jar has been open for two days with the pizzeria. FTM at vcin.com. This is from Ryan in North Dakota, guessing. Uh, Steph Curry to win the MVP 300 to 1. Nah, I can't no, get there. No, because they're going to be in the play-in. Probably you're looking at the 8-9 seed. Right. Easy schedule the rest of the way, but no. He's just, it's going to be too much to overcome with the guys that are in front of him at this point. Uh, Matt C. Mavericks to win the NBA title 25 to 1. Need a lot more than that. So do I. I can see this team getting hot. Well, they're playing well, but you also have to look at the schedule and who they've, they're gone against. But that's, can they get stops when it counts? I, I, that, plus, the, the West is so loaded. I mean, you might have to you might have to play Denver in the first round, and then you get, like, the Clippers or T-Wolves if sure. you win that. Sure. I would maybe consider Mavericks 25-1 to 1 to win the Western Conference, but that number is probably not available anywhere. 25-1, to 1, not a big enough number for me. This is from Russell S. in North Carolina. East Carolina to win the College World Series 50-1. to 1. Okay. Now, I bet Santa Barbara 80-1. to 1. I should have had yeah. that in pizza bets here as well. Maybe we'll do that another one, I think, down the road. But... Uh, from what I've read, East Carolina is a very popular team, too. And if you can find 50-1 to 1 to win the College World Series, might not be the craziest thing of all time. So others in the know like that team as well to win the College World Series. From Alex in Florida, Angels to have the worst record, 40-1. Wow. to 1. Now we're talking. Okay, excellent. Interesting. Yes. And, uh, and they're ticked off in uh, New England. Red Sox, 80-1. to 1. I mean, even De- Dever said we didn't do enough in the offseason, what he said. Yeah. Uh, Red Sox fans are upset and disappointed. Well, on the Angels, watch Mike Trout this year play 140 games, hit like 330 with 42 bombs and 22 stolen bases. That's probably never going to happen with the stolen bases, but... I lost respect for him. I want to stay here. I don't want to go anywhere. Okay. That would be such a typical thing to happen for this... Watch him stay healthy the entire year Yeah. after losing Otani, and he puts up monster numbers. That's kind of what I expect to happen. Uh, this is from Chris D. With a cross-port parlay. Chiefs, Liverpool, and UConn, 383-1. to one. Chiefs already in? Or is it for next year? Chiefs already for this in. year. This is, this is a great race now. Liverpool is right there. Yes, they because are. Because Man City... Uh, had that tie against uh, the draw against uh, that, that Chelsea, so they're up one point, and you can't I, I can't count on Arsenal, but that's that's going to come down. I think the Liverpool and Man City. I think they play March 10th. So and then you got the, wow, that's a big ticket. Luke, and then you do, got UConn, UConn here, which uh, yeah, they're the favorite, no doubt. Do we know when that bet was made by chance? Back in January. 383 oh, sure. yeah, yeah, to still, one. You said to think about what the Chiefs had to do to get there. So before, so before the AFC title game, before yeah. Uh, Chris, yes, that's that's a phenomenal bet. Wow. If it was the Chiefs are ready from this past season, UConn goes down last night. They fell hard, but it's one game on the road. They haven't defeated a top a ranked Good. team on the road in 20, 21 attempts, which is crazy. But yeah, you need to. 
I, what would you do at this point with that? Talk to the guys at Prop Swap. Let it ride. Got a lot of time left still in the Premier League. For sure. Let's see, but he's going to be feeling good because UConn's going to get a one. All right. Put it this way. I wish sure. I had that bet in pocket. From Chris in Illinois. Brandon Wu to win the Mexico Open 55-1. to one. Okay. Weston, guy in the oh, cornfields. Oh, come on. Is he going to do it again? Bemidji Bem State. Bemidji State, Minnesota. Come on. To win the NC2A Hockey Championship. It's Hockey State. You're from there. Oh, wow. Bemidji State brings back memories. Hootie Cash last year? Quinnipiac? Quinnipiac yeah. Whatever. Wow. Okay. I'll take a shot in there. You want to get nuts? Well, we know St. Cloud State vomits on themselves every time. For so sure. St. Cloud State a one seed. They, they go out early. So does Minnesota, they right? The, yeah, they usually, yeah. Last year losing in yeah, the final. So 500 to one. If they get there. We've seen plenty of upsets, yeah. All right. All right. I'm, I'm buying, buying what he's selling. This is from Ed in Michigan. The Dodgers to beat the Tigers in the World Series at 75 to one. Ah, too aggressive. Yeah, there's. Uh, yeah. I, I have a funny feeling that when we start doing a little bit more baseball coming up, the Tigers are going to be a super popular team, like right. a sexy team. They're pissed off in Minnesota, too. Right? They finally won a playoff series, and they didn't do anything. Yeah. And Sonny Gray walked, and they look, they're pissed off at their payroll there, too, in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can't get there with the Tigers. Well, I pump the brakes on the Dodgers, too. We do this every year. I see, what, the win total is 105 and a half or something? Good job, guys. Yeah, uh, I saw as low as 103. Yeah. No? No. Well, we know we have regular season, right, but I'm, I'm talking about playoffs, which we know what happens usually every time they, yeah. they you, make you the playoffs. You can see it again. Out early. I mean, it, it, if the Dodgers and Braves win 105 games each and they lose in the, their first yeah, round of the yeah. playoffs, they're going to be screaming holy hell about how the, the playoff format is set up at this point. Uh, more of your feedback coming up. FTM at uh, vsin.com is the email. And also up next, Paulie's going to break down some NBA futures, including this great prop on LeBron James scoring point number 40,000. That's coming up here on VSIN. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.